catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Thursday morning. I'm Jack Prater, and this is The Point from WUFT News. A hard freeze last month destroyed crops in north central Florida as temperatures dropped to 25 degrees in some areas. Some farmers were able to save their harvests, but many weren't. I sat down with WUFT's Mariana Ortiz-Roca to talk about how the cold front affected small-time farmers. So um, my story was based on like the weather that we have here. Um, cold, cold fronts are normally, like they happen during this time of the year, but a hard freeze, they're uncommon. They're not something that Florida gets every year. Um, we may get, you know, a couple degrees um, below what we normally get, but going up to 25 degrees, that's that's really crazy for, for the weather here. So I was looking at the weather channel and I was like, oh, it's gonna get cold. And as someone who has plants, I was like, what's gonna happen with the crops? You know, that was my first question. And then I was listening to people like, you know, they were talking about how cold it was this week. So during the weekend, I decided to go around um, the Gainesville area up to Hawthorne as well and Lake Butler and talk to farmers about what were they going to do before the freeze and then I talked to them back after to see how they how they did what struggles they had and that's how the story came together. So how did you go about getting in touch with these farmers? So the first farmers that I went to were Anna Polesky and her husband Scott so I was just driving looking for a farm looking for people uh, preparing and um, they ju- I just saw like this house in the middle of nowhere and I, I saw like they had a farm next to their, their house. So I went there, I stopped with my car, waiting for someone to just go out. Cause like it says like, do not trespass. So I was just waiting there. And then I see Scott and he's like, oh, come in, what are you doing? So I explained to him that I'm looking for a story. I'm looking for farmers. And he just invited me over and started talking to me, showing me his plans, telling me the story about his life. And then um, he told me to go around to the farms next to, to the area. So I ended up going to um, Frog Song Organics, looking for the owners, and they weren't there, but they they gave me, you know, someone's number, and that's how the story started. How did you end up at the farmer's market, and what was sort of the scene there? So um, the farmer's market, I was going to go to Hale Plantation first, uh, but due to the time, I wasn't able to, you know, go faster there. So I just decided to wait a little bit, wait for the aftermath of like the storm, the weather and all of this um, craziness. And I went on Monday to the Grove Street Farmers Market here in Gainesville. And I knew that the people I interviewed before they were gonna be there. They told me, hey, you should stop by. So I went there, talked to some farmers and asked them like if they lost something, um, if they struggled more than they thought or some of them told me like, oh yeah, we did struggle more. Others were like, oh, we were perfectly fine. So I just show up there and ask more questions. So how is it that some farmers saw destruction of their crops and others came out pretty much unscathed? Um, so some farmers, they use um, irrigation, which they will wake, like, they will wake up in the middle of the night and turn on their water and wait for, the, for their plants to have an ice cover. So that'll be keeping the heat of the plant so once the weather goes below 32, the plants won't die. Um, others, they use um, cloth covers. They use different um, methods to cover part board. However, some of them had issues with their irrigation where it, it stopped in the middle of the night. 
So that caused more harm and some plants did not survive. What stuck out to you when talking to agricultural experts about this hard freeze? So Mark Rinauer, the University of Florida professor, he explained to me a little bit more about the microjet irrigation and the difference it had with normal irrigation. And he also explained to me the difference between a hard freeze, cold freeze, the weather, which is different. You may, you may hear like, oh, we're going to have a cold front, but not every cold front is going to be a hard freeze. Um, not every hard freeze, you know, may damage the plants if you have a good equipment or a way to protect them. Is there anything you want to add that we didn't talk about? I think that's something that I like I learned a lot is how farmers help each other. Um, some of them decided to harvest before the, the weather was going to drip uh, go down. So um, some of them will give out the food. Um, others will just um, save it somewhere else to sell it the next day. For example, with the couple that I went to with Apalewski and London, they gave me stuff because they were like, this is going to die and we don't want it to go to waste. So just take it. And it was something that you don't think about when you're reporting. Um, you know they may die, but you don't know like, oh, how can I help with this food waste, you know? So it was really good. That was WUFT's Mariana Ortiz Roca on her latest story about the hard freeze which hit small-time farmers in north-central Florida. Now, let's get into some other top headlines. SpaceX's newest fleet of satellites is tumbling out of orbit after being struck by a solar storm. The company reports that up to 40 of the 49 small internet service satellites launched last week have either re-entered the atmosphere and burned up or are about to do so. SpaceX says the storm made the atmosphere denser, which increased the drag on the satellites and doomed them. Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Ladapo declined to disclose whether he has received a coronavirus vaccine during a contentious confirmation hearing where Democrats pressed the state's top doctor to promote the shots. During a confirmation hearing Tuesday, Democrats grew visibly frustrated with Ladapo. Republicans on the committee later approved Ladapo's confirmation. Ladapo, appointed in September by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, must now receive approval from the full Senate before he is officially confirmed. When love goes wrong, exactly what is today's etiquette on maintaining joint access to streaming and other online services? Harold Lee of the encryption service ExpressVPN says nearly 8 in 10 Americans who are in a relationship share passwords across nearly every digital platform. That ranges from social media to email and cell phone to mobile wallets. He called sharing passwords in the digital era a sign of trust and affection akin to the gift of a letterman jacket or an exchange of school locker combinations. But the romantic gesture can pose serious risks to personal privacy when even the closest relationship ends. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Jack Prater, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Thursday.